If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kate Ryan. There is one less famous painting at the National Gallery of Art. This is Kyle Cooper. The juvenile curfew in Prince George's and whether this will be the last weekend of enforcement, I'm Christy King. The Dow closed down 630 points, the Nasdaq off 421. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Mayor Rubin in New York. President Biden warns we are closer to a nuclear conflict than at any point since the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. Sharon Squassoni is a research professor at George Washington University and has held senior positions at the State Department. She says the key objective now is to make sure this conflict does not cross the nuclear threshold. I don't think that threat is credible. Mostly because that could literally invite nuclear Armageddon. Tensions are likely to remain high with Russia planning nuclear exercises later this month. Natalie Brand, CBS News, the White House. Floridians are still picking up the pieces after Hurricane Ian. As of late Friday, about 132,000 customers were still without power. Many people across the state are wondering how they'll move forward after Hurricane Ian. Governor Ron DeSantis promises that the state will help them reduce the costs of day-to-day living. One example? Any household item, $25 or less, we're looking to suspend sales tax on that for a year. First Lady Casey DeSantis says people around the country have contributed some $40 million to a disaster relief fund that was set up last week. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. Uvalde, Texas school officials have suspended the district's police force four months after the Robb Elementary School massacre. The announcement comes one day after the school district fired Officer Crimson Elizondo, who they had just hired. Elizondo had been with the Texas Department of Public Safety and was one of the first officers on site the day of the school shooting. She's also one of at least five DPS officers under investigation by the department for what the director called their abject failure. In a statement, the school district and Marie Espinoza said the district will will continue to engage with the Texas Police Chiefs Association, who's conducting a management and organizational review. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. The Dow dropped 630 points Friday after the jobs report showed only a timid slowdown, setting the stage for a fourth interest rate hike by the Fed next month. John Meyer is with Global X Investments. You are seeing a deceleration of growth, but the job market is still strong and wages are still strong, which feeds into inflation. 
So that's just not enough news for the Fed to change course. More of us are going to start making our own coffee at home. The director of the International Coffee Organization is predicting consumers will choose drinking coffee at home over restaurants due to rising inflation and recession worries. This is CBS News. Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. WTOP at 12.03. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. October 8th, 2022. Partial clearing heading towards daybreak. Quite breezy. Lows in the 40s and 50s. By Saturday daybreak, we're at 61 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do right into this midnight hour Saturday together. We begin the ride with big news this morning involving campaign 2022 on WTOP. Yes, Maryland can now count mail-in ballots early. The state's highest court upholding a previous ruling this week. The Maryland Court of Appeals ruling keeps in place the plan to let state boards of elections count mail-in ballots as they come in. The decision is a loss for Republican State Delegate Dan Cox, whose attorney argued it's unconstitutional since state law requires that mail-in ballots be counted two days after Election Day. Under the ruling, Cox, who's running for governor, will have to pay court costs associated with the case. The state board of elections issued a statement saying it's pleased with the appeals court ruling without it officials argued certifying the november election could stretch into december more than 550,000 mail-in ballots have already been requested kate ryan wtop news wtop at 1205 on your saturday morning now we turn this morning to a follow-up to a major story this midnight hour 27 year old ricardo singleton locally of Arlington, is accused this morning of shooting at officers during a police chase through two counties this week. The long list of charges includes attempted malicious wounding of officers. Authorities had their first run-in actually with Singleton at Arlington Thursday morning this week. He was then seen on North Courthouse Road, where officers noticed he was apparently pointing a gun toward the ceiling of his car. He was then involved in a hit-and-run with police looking for him throughout much of the day Thursday. All ended up at about 8.40 in the evening Thursday when Singleton allegedly hit a bunch of vehicles before crashing his car on Arlington Boulevard near Graham Road. Police say he got out and fired shots at Fairfax County, Arlington County, and Virginia State Police. He was later caught hiding behind a restaurant. WTOP at 12.05. New this morning on WTOP Saturday, two days after news broke that D.C.'s deputy mayor for public safety was charged for assault and battery. D.C.'s mayor, Muriel Bowser, now responding this weekend. The charges against deputy mayor Chris Geldart actually came after an apparent argument in an Arlington gym parking lot this week that turned physical and then was broken up by Geldart's wife. Bowser tells reporters... She cannot comment on the incident directly, but does say this morning she holds her cabinet to a high standard. D.C. residents expect uh, that all of our officials are comport themselves in a way that make us proud. And it is my responsibility now to make sure I have all of the information um, that I need while I'm reviewing the matter. The charges against Geldart have now sparked questions this week about the deputy mayor's 
residents, which is listed in Falls Church, Virginia. Our news partners at NBC4 report this morning Eldart does live in Virginia, but rents an apartment apparently in Southeast D.C., where he's registered to vote and pays income taxes. WTOP at 12.06. A work at the National Gallery of Arts is now regarded this morning as a fake. The painting Girl with a Flute was thought to be the work of Johannes Vermeer, but now after an extensive examination, the National Gallery says someone else was responsible. The museum thinks the painting was made by an associate of Vermeer in his studio, which is also news because only 35 paintings worldwide are attributed to Vermeer. Until now, it was thought he did not have a studio and was not teaching others. The National Gallery still has three authentic Vermeers it will continue to display. This weekend, a new exhibit opens called Secrets of Vermeer. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24 7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The very latest right after traffic and weather this midnight hour on WTOP. Welcome When him. buying and selling a home, there is no need to stress. Be confident. This is Dave Johnson, and believe me, you can be confident with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Jennifer and her team, the marketing approach gave me confidence, sold my home in days with multiple offers, and Jennifer's guaranteed sale program. That can give you confidence to go ahead and make an offer on a new home without fear of getting stuck with two mortgages because Jennifer can guarantee to sell your home at price and deadline you agree to or she'll buy it herself so go ahead connect with jennifer at 877-611-SELL or online at jenniferyounghomes.com Keller Williams Realty 703-815-5700 you're with WTOP Dean Lane Saturday morning welcome to the weekend everybody October 8th glad you're with us 1208 on WTOP slower clogged drains call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today our first midnight hit Saturday morning with my partner in crime, Mr. Ian Crawford. And we go right into Virginia, Dino. It's a mess. 95 southbound, the crash after Lorton. A little better now. Two left lanes getting by and delays easing as you make your way toward the Occoquan River Bridge. Past that, you are good. Northbound is not affected. 395 has gotten gummy all of a sudden. The northbound work zone we have near Edsel Road. This is bridge work. And the right lane was getting by. Note the past tense was. Now we are at a stop in this hearing from Virginia State Authorities. This could be a 20 to 30 minute stop on northbound 395 coming out of the Springfield interchange trying to get past Edsel Road. Southbounders not affected here to this point. 66, there's new work westbound. We already had the work westbound over the top of the Capitol Beltway with a single lane getting by there. Now they've dropped the cones on us before and after the Fairfax County Parkway. Exit 55, a single right lane will get by the work zone, and that will be the way of things. And lots of ramps being shut down as well. Westbound ramp to... 28 and 29 through Centerville. Those are shut down. So is the westbound ramp from 66 to go northbound on Sudley Road. Eastbound ramp to the Fairfax County Parkway also shut down for all the work. 50 eastbound, your ramp to go west on 66. That's going to be shut down all weekend because of the ongoing work. On the Beltway, the interloop work before 123 down to a single right lane. That's a sluggish ride. The outer loop ramp to go west on 66, that is entirely blocked for the work. In Maryland, the earlier crash, BW Parkway southbound, now gone near Powder Mill Road. And then in the district, the work zone, DC 295 southbound before Burroughs Avenue, a single lane gets by. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend and also tracking the cold air that goes along with it. 
it. Temperatures continuing to fall overnight right on through the morning hours, seeing temperatures into the mid to upper 40s as you step out the front door early on our Saturday. Afternoon temperatures, upper 50s to low 60s, so well below average. Sunday, high temperatures into the uh, mid-60s. And then on Monday, we'll get into the mid to upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, it's 60 in Gaithersburg, 65 in Arlington, 64 in Lenham. This midnight hour, Saturday morning, October 8th, 2022, we're looking at 61 degrees and holding right now in our nation's capital. PAI Medical Virginia can grow your hair back with the latest technology for hair transplants and treatments. The technology doctors have used for years to restore damaged cells can now help slow or stop your hair loss and restore your thinning hair. PAI Medical Virginia's PRP Hair Restoration Treatments Take only 45 minutes with no downtime. Right now, when you receive PRP treatments, you'll receive $500 off when you call 703-763-0118. Results from PAI Medical Virginia PRP treatments are amazing because they have technology and solutions no one else has. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com. Call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. Call 703-763-0118 to find out if PRP or their hair transplant technology can grow your hair back. This is WTOP News. Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Thanks for sharing the midnight hour with us. October 8th here on WTOP, where the time now is 12-11. This week, President Joe Biden warned that the world is at risk of nuclear Armageddon. President's sobering message, which was delivered during the Democratic fundraiser, has since ripped around the globe heading into the weekend. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green spoke with the Pentagon about the issue. The president didn't say we were close, but that the risk of nuclear Armageddon was at the highest level since the 62 Cuban Missile Crisis. That said... We continue to take Russia's nuclear threats very seriously, but have not seen any reason to adjust our own strategic nuclear posture at this time. General Pat Ryder, DOD press secretary, told WTOP there's something else they haven't seen. Nor do we have indications that Russia is preparing to imminently use nuclear weapons. There's a lot of talk about tactical nuclear weapons versus strategic nukes. So what's the difference? Uh, uh, really comes down to uh, the size of the, the nuclear yield, so to speak. While the Pentagon doesn't see anything at this point suggesting a Russian nuclear strike is imminent, General Ryder reiterated what the President and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin have said is that if Russia did do something like that, there would be a response. JJ, what is the latest in the fighting in Ukraine? There's been a clear uptick in Russian attacks from the Eastern Crescent, so to speak, down through the South, and the death toll of a Russian missile strike or several strikes on residential houses in Zaporizhia that we told you about earlier has now risen to 14. Pro-Russian separatist forces controlling eastern Ukraine said they've regained territory in Bakhmut in the Donetsk region. But this is coming as Ukraine's forces are taking back swaths of territory in the east as well, so it's still a fluid situation. With the latest in the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security correspondent J.J. Green Talking there with Sean and John. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. 
Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through veraheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veraheal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheel.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday morning. Welcome to the Midnight Hour, October 8th, 2022. 12.15 to be exact. Frankie's first midnight hit with us. Busy day baseball playoffs on Friday, highlighted by the Mets losing game one. Max Scherzer, the former national, got shelled as he gave up seven earned runs as the Mets fall in game one to the Padres. Josh Bell, a former national with a two-run shot off of Max Scherzer. Game two is on Saturday. Also, game one's in this wild card in the NL. It was the Phillies battling from two zip down, scoring six runs in the ninth to beat St. Louis 6-3. AL Cleveland over Tampa Bay 2-1. to one. First time in 21 years, Seattle wins a playoff game. Mariners over the Blue Jays in Toronto 4-zip. Commanders make it official. They won't have wide receiver John Dotson. Rookie is uh, out of the uh, Titans game. Bad hamstring. Also questionable is tight end Logan Thomas. Commanders 1-3. and three, Desperate for a win. Host a 2-2 two and two Tennessee team that, if you recall, was the number one seed last year in the AFC before they were knocked out early in the playoffs. NFL Players Association has agreed to changes to the concussion protocol and is urging the NFL to do the same before Sunday's games. Now, the NFL responding, saying changes are likely, but did not commit to a timeline. I'm Frank Hand, Rahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, Saturday morning, October 8th, midnight hour, 1217 on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you as we head into the weekend together, the Georgia prosecutor investigating whether or not then-President Donald Trump and others illegally tried to interfere in the 2020 election filing paperwork this week to force testimony from a new batch of Trump allies, including apparently former House Speaker Newt Gingrich and former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. President Joe Biden says the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at its highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. It comes as Russian leaders speak of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks recently in Ukraine. And the September jobs report is out showing that Hiring slowed nationwide compared with August, but U.S. employers still added 263,000 jobs. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Meantime, cleanup and rescue efforts continue in southwestern Florida as the death toll from Hurricane Ian has hit at least 127. The storm barreling through the region more than a week ago, bringing record storm surge and major flooding. CBS News correspondent Michael George in New York. While Ian has passed, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the danger remains. Even further inland. The issue is like you have all this water that's built up 
and the coastal areas drain a lot easier. The governor says Florida's disaster relief fund has raised almost $40 million to help people in need as the state braces for a long recovery ahead. Governor DeSantis says there have been about 2,500 rescues in the state since Ian hit. Almost 100,000 structures have been searched. Good morning. Welcome in 1218 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. 95 southbound, still with crash activity after Lorton as we start in Virginia. The crash activity after exit 163, two left lanes should be getting by. Northbound on 395, they were supposed to have brought traffic to a stop near Edsel Road for overhead bridge work. And the right lane gets by when traffic does move, but we may be at a stop, and that stoppage could last as long as 30 minutes. On the Capitol Beltway... There's a work zone on the inner loop right after 123, and it'll take you to the Dulles Toll Road with a right lane getting by now getting reports of a crash that may be in that backup with caution. Outer loop ramp to go west on 66. The ramp is blocked for the work, and 66, well, it's a bit messy. On westbound 66, coming out of Falls Church, as you get past Route 7 and head for the Capitol Beltway, you'll find yourself down to a single lane to get through the work zone over the top of the Beltway. And then before and after the Fairfax County Parkway, it's a single right lane to get by there. On eastbound 66, your work is going to be before 29 Centerville, exit 52, the left lane getting by. That will carry you past 28 Centerville to a point near the Fairfax County Parkway before those lanes reopen for you. 50 eastbound, the ramp to go west on 66. That is shut down for the weekend for the work. In the district on DC 295, southbound work was said to be before Burroughs Avenue. A single lane was getting by sluggishly. And then in downtown DC, we had the... the Water main break, 18th and L, like Lima Street, Northwest, and follow police direction to get around. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold couple of days making their way in after a high of 81 on our Friday. I'm going for a high of only 62 on Saturday. That after a very chilly start, too. Most areas in the low to mid-40s. Uh, as you make your way through the afternoon, though, on Saturday, lots of sunshine. Going to be a nice day. As I mentioned, I'm going 62 in the city. Saturday night, going to be a chilly night. Temperatures in the mid to upper 30s for Sunday morning. So starting off really cold. High temperatures getting back into the mid-60s for the most part. Some Monday, high temperatures also in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Where it's 60 degrees in Gaithersburg, 65 Arlington, 64 Lanham. It is 61 degrees in Holding, midnight hour, Saturday morning, October 8th. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Shifting gears, checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend. Coming right up on WTOP. For the time now is 1221. Good morning. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. As we settle in fall, high schools and colleges are in full swing, with parents learning to adjust to their child's increasing autonomy. The anxiety parents experience over their children growing into a new, more independent phase of life is understandable. While you hope every decision is the right one, making more judgments on their own means that your children can make mistakes and choices of which parents might not approve. These are key developmental years, and with less daily interaction, you may feel nervous and apprehensive. But never lose heart. The good seeds you planted will never be in vain. Continue to love and encourage your children. Be patient with them, pray for them, and most importantly, entrust them to God 
the one who will lead and guide them on the right path. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. WTOP News. WTOP Saturday morning, October 8th. It's the weekend, everybody. 1222. Glad you're with us this early morning on WTOP. Go grab the old popcorn. You know, we're going to the movies. David O. Russell's Amsterdam with a big cast of names everyone has heard of, including Chris Rock. Got a dead white man in a box. Not even a casket. Important man in a pine box of old wood. Doesn't even have a top on it. His daughter's crying. Who do you think is going to get in trouble here? The black man. Melton. That's who. This morning, film critic Christian Toto says there are many things to like and dislike, he thinks, about Amsterdam. I think the main attraction is that cast. There are so many famous names working kind of at the top of their game. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie just jumped to mind among many. The story feels like it should be wonderful, it should be dazzling, but it's just not. It's a mess, but it's kind of an entertaining mess at times, just given that cast and some of the funny things going on. It's set before World War II, and it focuses on three friends who get involved with a murder mystery, but there's much, much more here, including a plot to install fascism in the United States, and that kernel is actually based on real events. So despite the fact this is colorful, this is outrageous, a lot of creative license, there is a kernel of truth to the story here, which is interesting, but the story just kind of goes in all these different directions. You get lost in what should be the main storyline, these three figures, this murder mystery, and that's the frustrating part of it. It just doesn't know what it wants to do. So let's turn to Hellraiser on Hulu. People will remember from the 80s a particularly gruesome, that very scary character, Pinhead. Is this a reboot or are they doing something different? I guess you could say it's a reboot, it's a remake. Yeah, you, you can uh, you can fiddle over the terms, but the story is basically the same. It's a, a person discovers this mysterious gold box, and when you turn the box, almost like a Rubik's Cube, these fantastical creatures pop up. It's almost like it's opening a realm into another universe. They're the Cenobites, if you've been following this franchise for years and years. I think there's eight or nine previous movies here, though not a lot of them got a lot of attention. And this time around, the pinhead, the main character, the villain, is played by an actress, not an actor. So that's the biggest change here. The effects are very good. A lot of the effects are practical, not CGI, which I think works in the film's advantage. And it is gruesome. It is gory. It is certainly R-rated. It's just fine. It's acceptable. There's one more film we're going to check out. It's called The Visitor. Very loosely speaking here, I'll let you fill in the gaps. There's a guy that finds another man who looks just like him, a doppelganger, and kind of goes down a rabbit hole trying to pursue him. Is there anything uh, of note here? Well, I like the setup. I think it's interesting and a bit novel. It is as you described, but the person in question is in a painting. And so this couple moves into a home and the man sees his image in this old, old painting. I think that's really odd. And then more odd occurrences happen in the town that they've moved to. And He's trying to figure out what's going on. Is it something supernatural? Am I at risk? Was Is there a chance I lived a different life? There's all sorts of questions here. But I think as we get closer to the finale, the tension doesn't really ratchet up. And also, this is a real downer of a film, I have to say. I know horror, a lot of the main characters tend to die at the end. I'm not going to say what happens here, but I think even by horror standards, the skepticism that's uh, built into this movie is a little bit of a dud. With stuff for you to watch this weekend, Christian Toto with HollywoodInToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
the time now, Saturday morning, is 12.25. Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh wraps your business week. Ongoing concerns about aggressive Fed rate hikes sent the Dow down 630 points Friday. That was a 2% loss. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5% last month. 263,000 jobs were added. Levi Strauss blames the strong dollar for hurting profits in big Asian and European markets. Chipmaker ADM cut its sales forecast on a bigger-than-expected pullback in PC and laptop sales. Samsung reported its first drop in profits in two years. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. The kids are back in school and traffic is picked up, and yet some days it still looks and feels like summer. Hi, it's Chris Core. If your roof is getting old but it held up okay last year, doesn't mean it's ready to face another Washington winter. So right now is the ideal time to have a roof inspection to assess any damage that may have occurred during the steamy heat and the storms of summer and to check for any loose flashing. And